Hey, this is Zen Perry. Thanks for listening to the Zen Perry Project. I have a few requests of you before we get into the show. First is go to Zen Perry Project, Z-E-N-P-E-R-R-Y Project on Instagram. Give us a follow. Second is make sure you follow and turn on notifications for our episodes wherever you listen to the Zen Perry Project. And third is share the show with somebody. Maybe send them an episode they'd be interested in. Without further ado, here's the show. Thanks for listening. What's up? Zen here. Um, it's been a year since my first interview that I did on the Breaking North podcast. And I just kind of wanted to riff. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty happy that I'm still doing this. I'm very happy that I'm still doing this. And it's gotten much more in the realm of where I want to be with this show. I have my studio. I have, I have friends doing this with me. I have, I have a lot of love. I have a lot of love to give. And, um, yeah, my whole thing with this show is I just want to talk to artists and creators and people that are doing shit about what they do. I want to have them on the show. I just want to give, you know, my thoughts on life kind of as a, as a vlog a bit, I guess, with the video aspect. And I also want to travel. I want to see the world and I want to get the, the best sort of tour guides, um, because those are artists and creators and and the ones living and, and breathing whatever city they're in. So yeah, I just kind of want to go through the episodes, kind of mention a little little bits about them, but here we go. All right, first, we got my pilot, which was actually July 27th. Today is August 3rd, um, 2022, but July 27th, 2021 was the first episode, and it, I just called it a pilot because I was like, I don't know if I'm going to actually do this, um, but it was fun, and um, <clears throat> my first time talking on camera. I guess did I even do it on camera? I don't think I did it. It was my first time really like just speaking into a DAW digital audio workspace, and um, I think I said something. Um, I think I said something like I spilled the beans on social media, and a bunch of people listened to it, and it's one of the most downloaded episodes, which is a little cringy to me, but eh, you know. It's a humble beginnings, yeah. All right, going on from there, uh, my good buddy Zach Latham, I've talked about him on the show a bunch. I've played in countless bands with him. Um, he's an insanely talented bass player and love this guy. And he was my second, um, you know, second podcast, and that was exactly one year ago. Makes me happy, makes me teared up he lives in LA now and I'm, I'm bummed about that constantly because I miss him good guy you should listen to that episode if you if you just really want to get into some music stuff if you're a musician at all all right third episode was with Stephen Sams I called it the rolling bluesman had him over at my house we had a little party um, in the other room which was funny never really thought of podcasting to be like a party thing but it was and um later episodes also uh show that i'll talk about that in a second but yeah super fun interview got pretty wild with some of the content on there uh starts off with some some gross bits super super fun and what people told me afterwards is that they're just generally interested in uh steven sams because he's got a mythos He's a interesting, mysterious man. Very nice. Good friend. Um, 
Number four was Poetry of the Dead with Gabriel Kittle Serving. Uh, also a good buddy of mine. He was putting out, I guess he gave me an advanced copy of, um, it's not called Poetry of the Dead. Oh man, this is, uh, I Like Being Dead, I believe is his poetry book. I have a copy of it and it was such an insane um, book and the way it was um, structured and the the arc in it and how it all blends together and uh, it's deep. Um, talked to him about that and kind of growing up in Santa Cruz and he's the most um, vampire-like fella I've ever met. He, he looks like he's straight out of Lost Boys. Good guy, good guy. Um, after that, a Light in a Dark Place with Sean McGowan. We got pretty deep on this interview. Um, I met him at the Crate Place, and I, I always end up talking to him for hours when I'm there. The Crate Place being the bar that I, I frequent. And he, we talked about his work with the Salesforce Tower and how he set up the LEDs on the top of that in San Francisco. If you haven't checked those out, please do. Um, it's insane. I mean, if you live anywhere in San Francisco, you see those LED lights you know, it is the city skyline. So there you go. Um, and we talked about him growing up on Coronado. Uh, yeah, good guy. And he also really helps out um, in activism roles and in the arts community in Santa Cruz and is a uh, very extremely empathetic sort of human being. Good person to emulate. After that, we have Shatter and Create. With Olivia Rowe, she is an insane potter, and I have I use one of her pieces at least once a day. I have bowls, and I have two mugs, I believe, of hers, and they've lasted me years and years, like, I think since 2018, 19, um, and just kind of wanted to hear that process and how, you know, in every little niche that people do in art, there's a community, and... She's found that with the place that she works at. I'm not sure if she's still there. I would assume so. Um, but yeah, her her work is really cool. Yeah, check her out. Olivia Rowe, that is. All right, and then number seven, season seven. No, sorry, season one, episode seven, was with my best buddy, photographer, Jake DeCao. I called it um, skinhead photographer for a while because he is a self, uh, what is it? self-proclaimed skinhead which uh people need to learn about it's um there's a few different ways <laughs> to uh he's a good one is is <laughs> the way i can say it um but yeah skinhead you know rock steady reggae punk um anti-fascist so a little bit op you know opposite of maybe what you were first thinking when you heard skinhead anyway we talked about photography being homies for life and how, uh, yeah, you know, growing up in San Diego with me. All right. And then season two, episode one, this is back when I was still calling it seasons. I think I just wanted to have some sort of break in between stuff, but with my new content, I'm just putting, I just want to put stuff out there and I want to have it more free flowing. So anyway, season two, episode one, <clears throat> I had Sean Mundy on the show who was when I had the idea of even doing this show I I really wanted him on and he was like top-notch 
I don't I don't think I'll get him on, but then he came on the show and we had a really, really good talk about his digital artwork, kind of how dark and brooding it is, what kind of person he is, how how somebody like him comes up with art like that, his whole process. Super fun. I'm just I'm a blessed person to even get him on the show. Um after that we had Alex Wong of Upcycled Skate Art on woodworking with skateboards, diversifying art, staying creative, changing careers, upcoming projects, and staying stoked. Yeah, he's a super happy dude. Uh, super fun guy. I ran into him at a show recently, and um, he he's a super fun human being. Love talking to that guy. And he's just big in the community, and he's just an extremely hard worker. You know, Just like in the name, he makes upcycled skate art. It's insane. It's really beautiful. He's making like huge fine art pieces with it down to bottle openers <clears throat> after that i was like so after on this next episode next episode it's kind of toying around with shorter episodes which seemed to be relatively well received which i wasn't quite expecting but this is about how i use acorns as an investment investment app because i just know so many artists and musicians that don't prioritize their later finances um, and this is the easiest way for me to just save money and also, um, you know, invest money, have something grow. And that's Acorns. Um, and there is a link in that episode to, um, we each get like, what, five bucks if you sign up through it. It's an investing app. I'm not recommending anybody listen to me for investing advice. I've been doing using Acorns forever. It's super easy. It just rounds up your money. He's been on a credit card, puts it into an investment thing, and you can choose your own adventure with it. You can be like really like, I just want my money to just stay there and slightly grow. Or you can go aggressive on it if you don't plan on pulling it out for a while. Who knows? We all need money. That's just the way the world works. Um, and I don't want people to just be the starving artist trope um, because we don't necessarily need to do that. Uh, yeah. Okay, on to the next episode. Drumming and Screaming, uh, Tim Baltes, which was, you know, super hilarious drummer. Been following him forever. Knows everything about drums. He really geeked out on stuff. And I got him to say a bunch of shit he probably shouldn't have about the drumming community, uh, which I think makes it an even better episode. So go check that out. Um, talks about recording as well. All right, then on to episode 12, season 2, episode 5. Um, cannoli Colts with Bread Boy. This was, uh, this was an insane episode for me because it went really, really deep. He's a Colts icon in Santa Cruz right now. Super, super sweet. And I'm always like surprised when there is a, um, when there is such a, uh, I guess hardcore looking person he's all tatted up and stuff that is so nice and empathetic and he's sober and he just cares about the community and he just wants to make amazing cannolis he's a he's a baker uh, I think he truly like can make people inspired to just do whatever the fuck they want to do that's what I think at least um and oh yeah why it was so insane was i accidentally dropped it the night before i was supposed to there was a lot of advertising going into it before it came out 
but it was immediately downloaded a bunch of times by people. And I was like, damn, people are just waiting for this. And I got hit up by a bunch of people in town being like, oh man, that was awesome. Like, I want to be on the show and all this stuff. I was like, damn, that's all right. Cool. Um, Silly to take those people up on that, but we're, we're getting into it. Um, that's also, I think, like the second most downloaded one episode. Um, doesn't matter, but it is. Uh, the Absinthe Diary with Daniel Niemeyer. We got, we drank a bunch of absinthe and whiskey and we just talked it out. I mean, I play music with him and King Tide. Um, we love shooting the shit. We're both talkers in general. So this was just a really fun one. We were talking about kind of musical partnership, how, how to forming bands, how to think about stuff, kind of just, just riffing on a bunch of ideas. And I think with creative people, entrepreneurs, artists, like you'll think of 50 different things to do and, you know, things whittle down to like maybe one, two, three things that you can kind of do with your time and life. So that was, yeah, I think that's the main takeaway I I have from that. Um, Super fun though. I have him on a later podcast that just came out as well. Uh, Beautifully grotesque. Sarah Burns and her surrealist oil paintings. Her oil oil paintings are, I, I need better adjectives. I think I need to have a thesaurus around. Uh, her paintings are insane. Um, she's such a sweet person. And I, yeah, we had such a good time hanging out at her house. I remember, like, one funny thing was, I was, like, I'm trying to, you know, do social media. I was, like, I was, like, hoping I could, like, maybe take film of your, uh, of your work space. And she's, like, no. You know, you can't do that. She's, like, you can see it. I was, like, oh. Yeah, I just didn't think of that because you have to release stuff to art collectors and you can't do shit before it you can't show you can't put it online before uh you're supposed to i think is what i'm trying to say that was a funny part we talked about alien sasquatch kind of her interpretation of life and how she just wants to live in a um a more harmonious relationship with nature and she seems like she's gonna do that super super sweet person um yeah uh carolyn harrison uh pen and blood uh is what i called the episode art of create the art of creating a beautiful discomfort wait carolyn harrison and the art of creating a beautiful discomfort with i need to change that that's a terrible art of creating a beautiful discomfort with gore i guess that made sense probably at the time nobody's ever said anything about it but that's weird um, anyway, uh, talked about her, um, album art that she's done for, uh, a lot of different people ranging in styles with a lot of metal, a lot of like, like grindcore. Is that the right term? Um, and her favorite bar, St. Vitus in New York. And I think this is when we we're starting to go out to New York and I, I want to do these episodes. I want to like talk to people before I go to traveling to kind of get the, the lay of the land and then possibly hang out with the artists there. Um, which we did had an insanely good time in New York with Jake and Michael Lieber. Uh, and we got a bunch of footage. You can check that out on the Instagram if you haven't already. Uh, speaking of New York, we talked to Morella Albanese. 
I called it the kicker because she has a story about how she kept on kicking people in school. Maybe not the best title for a podcast, but I thought it was funny. Uh, I talked with Jake, so I, was, I think this is our first, yeah, three-person podcast. Maybe the only one. Um, designing Yourself, Brooklyn Music Scene, and we talked about Kate Bush and how that's her favorite musician of all time. Which is funny because she's, she's also into ska and, and skinhead rock city and all that stuff. But And I asked her what her favorite artist was and she said, without a doubt, Kate Bush. It was so quick. She, Kate Bush. So I'd never heard her before. And now Kate Bush currently is uh, trending hard with running up, running up a hill um, because of Stranger Things. We talked about her art and her design. And she's such a fast artist. She just makes art really, really quickly um, digitally. And it's so clean. And <clears throat> she does a lot of like stuff for big brands but she'll do stuff for herself as well and you can check out her instagram as well all right new york city vibe was is the instagram title of <clears throat> maxwell schiano professional photographer does a lot of street art he's just also extremely prolific goes around with his analog cameras oh yeah the, also did this with jake and this one is wild we basically just turned on the mics it was over zoom we just turned turned everything on started recording and he just started there's gonna be some people in the hallway sorry uh and he just started giving us knowledge just uploading knowledge to us and jake and i are just sitting there like holy shit this is awesome it was action-packed non-stop of just how to do art how to hustle how to how to live and breathe it and how to stay stoked on it so well just thinking about that episode i'm like damn how's it going um okay what we got going on after that season four episode one nerf or nothing this was a um instagram live that was downloaded designer jordan manzanares on 3d printing blasters design and taking a niche to a business Hey, yeah, he started making Nerf guns with a 3D printer and then found out there's a whole group of people that do that online. And he sells them on Etsy. He's got a whole bunch of them. It's insane to hear his process and how he designs. Um, yeah, and he's he makes some of the best ones. Best uh, blasters, as they call them, not Nerf guns. I don't think that's, that's kosher. Um, then we have metalworking with Courtney Scruggs. She came over to the house and she was super sweet. And I, at the time, I just got back from San Diego where my my Viking buddy uh, took me to do my first blacksmithing. I made a nail and I was hooked. And I've been trying to find places to do more of that, just hanging out, but it did not really pan out. But I was, I was so into it. I talked to Courtney and her metalworking and jewelry work is just beautiful. And it's cool to hear people, you know, just doing shit like that. And her combination of the ocean and metalwork and how, and like her thought process behind like life, how it all mixes together. Uh, pretty inspiring. All right. And then we talked to, I talked to Rachel Barnes. I had um, your camera guy uh, film that for me and that was beautifully shot and you can check that on youtube um human shaped animal 
Uh, she talked about living in the Amazon for a while, uh, traveling, art trade, and just like kind of doing whatever the fuck you want, um, and how it's worked out for her in her space trellis in the old Wrigley building in, in Santa Cruz, which is a beautiful spot. So much, so much in that interview, I don't even really know where to start, but she's super, also, very sweet person, and, um, yeah, I see her at shows, and she just loves music, and kind of, when you see her, she just, larger-than-life sort of happiness and connectedness with humans and indigenous cultures, she loves that, that's why she went to the Amazon, she goes, builds, um, houses in the desert the adobe i don't know if that's what you'd call it but i guess maybe uh next episode i called this one percent better bipolar and plans for miami we haven't still we still haven't gone to miami but i want to it's a little kind of a shitty season to go to florida um considering it's august but i would like to um yeah i mean i just talked about my bipolar and i talked about how I'm trying to just like slowly get better at stuff and, um, yeah, I got a few people hitting me up afterwards saying like, wow, way to go. Like you actually said that out loud. And I was like, to me, I don't really care. I think it should just, if you feel like saying what's on your mind, like go for it. Um, all right. After that, you can listen to that if you want. That's, you got it. Um, Psychologist Michael Liebers, Pablo Escobar, sorry, who is the producer of the show, Breaking North. Um, but we talked for a while. We did a live stream, and he has the most insane story about one of his clients because he's a, I guess he was kind of like a social worker, helped people get out of prison and, and put them back into life. Um, and he has a story about uh, a guy who uh says his what, uncle was pablo escobar and escaped on a yacht you gotta listen to the story but it's true and it's hilarious um seven freaky rituals from great minds is the next episode it is what it says um it's pretty fun and it's it's cool to hear <clears throat> as an artist as a creator it's cool to hear like the crazy rituals people go through some people just need to have their booze and their drugs nearby to write books about nature and some people need to get up super early sleep for three hours and like have some sort of weird schedule there's a, you know runs the gambit there's people that just need to paint in brothels because that's the only place they can uh yeah check that episode out it's from a book i talk about it next episode pessimism and reality which has uh way more downloads than you would think I guess what I would think is surprising to me. It's just another solo talk, but, um, you know, check it out. I won't go much into it in this, but go for it. I think it's it was also a very raw, honest take on life from me. Um, then talked to, I went to Barrio Logan, which Jake Takeo, who, you know, talked to, talked about earlier. This is my third episode with him. Um, wait, one, no, Morella, Maxwell his first episode, no, fourth. Um, we were in Barrio Logan, and we just shot the shit about how it's such a cool place and how 
Um, not taken over by uh, the yuppies, as Jake would call them. Um, yeah, and, and one of the clips from this episode got some, some weird heat from some white people that, I mean, I'm also white, that said I was being racist towards white people, uh, which was interesting to me. Uh, yeah, you can go. Let me know. It's a short episode. Let me know what you think about that. Uh, next, next episode was with Daniel Niemeyer again. We were promoting our upcoming show at Moe's Alley. Um, and just talking about where King Tide is now. And it's kind of cool having multiple episodes with him because we can kind of see the progression of the band, what the challenges we're working through now, how the band is growing, how it's you know kind of changing strategy constantly. So I think I'm going to keep on doing that with artists that I work with. And then, not, last but not least, latest episode, the Altons. They were playing at Moe's Alley. We were, um, yeah, they're awesome, soul, groove, feel-good music. And, yeah, you should listen to that. My mouth is dry. And I think I just want to wrap this up. So, love you guys. Thanks for listening to Breaking North. And, uh, yeah, have a great day. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of the Zen Prey Project. Make sure to follow the Zen Prey Project on Instagram. Leave us a review for any of the episodes that you liked. And consider sharing this with a friend that might be interested in this sort of show. We'll see you next time.